You are listening to the Savage Fincast Retro, Episode 16, Freak Force 3 and 4. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast. The Fincast that is very reminiscent of John Byrne back (laughs) when he was good. When was that? I'm Raven Perez. I'm Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. And you're listening to the Savage Fincast Retro. It's the episodes where we take a look back at the past. We look at Savage Dragon issues from the past. And even Savage Dragon adjacent series such as Freak Force. Which... We're taking a look at today. Uh, we've been taking this tour de force uh, through this uh, fresh for me and Jim. Craig's an old head. He's read all this. But uh, it's pretty cool to go back through this stuff with you guys. Uh, I love it. For me, it's the, like the first time for seeing a lot of stuff. It's hitting me fresh. And Jim, you're doing that fresh thing too, right? Yep. I've never read this before. Beautiful. And for uh, Craig, it's just a trip down memory lane. So what we got today, Jim? Now we got Freak Force uh, issue number three and Freak Force issue number four. Beautiful. And uh, I got to warn you guys, for, for readers with delicate sensibilities, uh, I'm going to beat this up a little bit. Beat it up. Because I'm uh, beat not. It, beat him up, guy. About to, about to beat it up. Because the thing is, is that, like, okay, I love Freak Force. I have no problems, no qualms with Freak Force. I have no qualms, really, with the creative team, even. However, we just got done doing a FinCast retro about two extraordinary Savage Dragon issues that stand the test of time. So it's kind of hard for me when I look back at things that feel very much dated and like they don't have that Larson quality, even right down to like uh, coloring errors on the cover. Uh, I mean, Mighty Man's Cape on Freak Force number three, not colored right. Look at his armpit. That's a little chunk of cape, not colored. Look above his wrist. Also the same little chunk of cape, not colored. Uh, wait, look what, at, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about, man? Mighty Man. I'm looking at Mighty Man. What's going on? On the cover. Yeah. Look at his armpit. Okay. You see that little chunk of uncolored cape? Oh, it's background. I see what you're saying. There was supposed to be it, cape color there. And look above his wrist. Yep. There's Strike more, two. more trim there. That is not whoosh lines. That's trim. That's that's You're trim tough, of cape. Man. Look down at Barbaric's ear. That's just covered by his hair. No, it's blonde ear. They <laughs> they have covered it, colored his ear blonde. No, there's, I mean, there's, just, there's, there's light shining through. You can see the shape. That's that. No. Okay, Raven, you win. Yeah, this is, this is not good. So the thing is, is that like for me, get ready. I'm just saying, buckle up. I'm just gonna be a little honest because uh, there is the timeless, amazing. Uh, issues that we've been reading and and i'm willing to say this i actually hope to be super duper wrong i'm not going to come into this like shitty style like just with a closed mind because i loved i actually did like freak force one and two i actually really liked those those were like super good to me i was like well this is cool i could see where this would be the hotness um four is like uh get it, it gets heated back up but three i was like pretty cold on so let's get right into it starting oh. with the I know why things look like shit to you. Well, maybe, that? maybe not. No, maybe not. What's your guess? Well, I'm not a big fan of the inking in these issues. Agreed. The inking's Agreed. not great. The uh, inking changed. It well, it, well, I want I wanted to double check that. I uh, knew that in Freak Force issue number one, it was inked by Carl Story, yep. who, who is like one of the legendary inkers of comics. Right. Um, but it turns out. 
Miller started actually with issue two. Right. So issue two, uh, I don't recall being as rough as this. It's weird, dude. There's weird things. I think the inking is hurt. I think the inking's hurting it. And Mike Miller is he went on to draw that Red Horizon. Yeah, he's he, he's Mike awful. he's Mike S. Miller, right? So it's yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's always been a bit. And he's like a comic skater guy now. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, he shits he's on. He's not Eric. really worth talking about as a as a right. creator because yeah. He but, uh he badmouths Eric big time now. I bet well, he does. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, even without that, like, this is, clearly he's hindering this book. Like, the earlier, the first two issues, I didn't have problems with stuff I have problems with in this stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we'll just get into it. Um, I, I don't love uh, Nuke Rage's dialogue. Well, that, you're not supposed to. It's a joke. Okay. It's a gag. This whole team okay. is a gag. The throwaways. Yeah, these throwaways. Um, <laughs> the throwaways. Yeah. So the joke is that uh-huh. they, they are all um, um, replacement Fantastic Four members. Yeah. Uh, oh. Nuke Rage is Luke Cage. That's why he talks the way he does. Okay. And then the chick with the hair is Medusa. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, well, the the the, um, the one who is Rock like... Rock lady. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, Sharon Ventura when she was She-Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the the uh, uh, Hubert guy is uh, Herbie, Herbie, Herbie the robot. Wow, dude. Okay, so even understanding the joke, see. Okay, so what's so funny is uh, in the earlier FinCast, I was kind of alluding to this. Such a product of its time. You don't want to make references to things that can't stand later as things that are just funny on their own right and so for a guy who has no reference no frame of reference all i see is a team of very ugly lame looking lame asses yes (laughs) and they're named the throwaway so it's funny i get it they are throwaway like i actually can appreciate that um but it's like you can make throwaway guys that are not so goddamn terrible like these are (laughs) terrible dude like the the Herbie or the Hubert guy, like couldn't they just make like a badass robot and call him Hubert? Right. <laughs> you know, like right. Like why is he a guy? Look with the like a top body. If you guys are old enough to remember Spinges, do you remember? No. Like he looks like you could just like Raven, load him in your. I can tell you without any doubt. I have no fucking idea what Spinges are. So for those who may not know, for the younger audience, you may see an anime series called Beyblade where you fight tops and people yeah, are like my son oh, has so those. cool man these tops fight well it's not truly original because in the 80s you had spinges which were little tops but with a little plastic ninja on top and you load it and you'd fight them you'd, they'd spin towards each other and fight and what's funny is google this dear listener Herbie looks like a spinja but the worst spinja you ever saw Hubert Huber, yes, th- thank you. <laughs> yeah, so right off the right off the bat, number three is just not landing with me. I don't get the joke. I I I can appreciate actually that it was a funny pot shot. Who was doing that Fantastic Four? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it's not specifically John Byrne, although I'm sure John no. Byrne contributed to some of them. Uh huh. No. Like, Herbie the robot was just for the cartoon because they didn't have the rights to Human Torch. No, that was more complicated than that. So, you want to hear how stupid that actually was? It wasn't that they didn't have the rights to Human Torch. It's Uh that the television producers didn't want children setting themselves on fire and jumping out of windows. So, they had to replace (laughs) Human Torch with a robot friend. I don't know about that. You might want to check your sources. Wow. I'm just saying. It could be, but I definitely had read that it was that the torch was tied up in another production like option but well i don't know you could be right torch was supposed to be in spider-man and his amazing friends but they wound up going with starfire in the end or not starfire the other one uh, um firestar yeah uh maybe that was part of the same deal i can't recall i don't know um mm-hmm. what i can recall is apparently bridges is still doing this drop shadow thing in all his panels which I like. It's weird, but I'm okay with it. Because he's owning his own weird, unique visual quirk. 
Like, that's actually one thing I'm still okay with. Like, Super Patriot <laughs> down, like, he's not in the panel at all. He's, yeah. like, just off the page. Yeah. I'm okay with You it. like that. It's, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I love it, but I'm just saying I'm actually okay with it because one thing I can appreciate is when an artist tries to have a visual, like, hook of some kind. Right. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'd never seen anybody do this before Vic Bridges, and, like, he's owning it, so good for him. It just um, seems so unnecessary. <laughs> get a load of, like, so people, like, shit on Eric's cars, but get a load of, like, Vic Bridges' cars, bro. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, cuboid discs. They look like Altoid tins. <laughs> and what's crazy about this double-page spread where they have the losers and then you have the, the gal, like, posing as a photographer. Yeah. And uh, everything is so squarular. From one page to the left, the jaws, the human faces, the camera, the cars, like it is so goddamn squirular. It's squirular. Squirular. Yeah, it's a bit Kirby-esque. Is it? I don't know. When I think of Kirby, I think of squares. (laughs) I don't. I think of big, bold, black lines. I don't think of squirular. That chick's jaw is I love the like the panel like where Freak Force like the aerial shot of them just after they've mopped up the throwaways. Mm-hmm. And the throwaways just look like they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Except for Hubert there. They all look dead. <laughs> and what's funny is even even like Freak Force is like these guys fucking suck. And like look at them. They were so easy to beat. I don't even need a shower. I was like, ah, this is a waste of pages, dude. You could have had cool characters. <laughs> like, ugh. I do like the sequence. Uh, I appreciate actually the character building. I have no problems with uh, Doctor Nirvana's daughter here. Like I think Sivana. Sivana. Is it Silvana? Sivana for for no. Silvana is is Billy Batson's enemy. Nirvana is this one i like this chick no is it oh yeah yeah yeah. i'm pretty sure nirvana Nirvana. yeah you're right i'm i got it mixed up savannah is captain marvel right chelsea nirvana yes yeah okay so i love this actually blowing up the purse snatcher yeah fantastic like i have no problems with her at all yeah she's got a little earring yeah I hope this incident taught you a value. I also think the okay. What's so weird is like I love Lobo, and so I love like Keith Giffen humor is funny. It lands with me, right? But like, man, there's some duds, dude. There's some jokes. Yeah, that do this, not this, land. I forgot this is a Keith Giffen joint. Uh, so mm-hmm. there is a. So he must have come. He must have been the one to come up with the throwaway uh, concept, as you know, he's credited as a plotter. According to the letters page, which again love the letters on this Dude, so good. Look, Eric look at the says, back page. Look at the back page. It shows Keith Giffen's thumbnails. Right, right. Well, and you can see it compared to the actual art, and it's like I would much rather see these thumbnails. Well, honestly. well, fucking hell, yeah. Keith Giffen's one of the greatest ever, and yeah, absolutely. If Keith Giffen was drawing this; it'd be fucking stupendous. I don't know how you look at Keith Giffen, uh, his layouts. Because he, the way he plots stuff, he does the the the, the full page plot right. uh, drawing. How you can not look at that and go, man, I should just like trace Copy the it. trace the shit out of this. I'm also. A, I'll tell you when when we get to the page. I think it's page fifteen and sixteen. I want you guys to flip back and compare it to the thumbnails that, that Keith provided. Okay. And you're like, why didn't... Like, yeah, dude. Like, like Jim said, why didn't he just copy this? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't make it your own. <laughs> yeah, no, just go with what he gave you. If it's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love, actually, you know, in an episode of... In an issue of me being pissy, I actually love um, the coloring, because even the coloring is shabby on some of this. But I love the coloring on the little green monitors, and I love this sequence where she goes to bring back, uh, or she goes to, so her machine is for, like, duplicating people from just a photo, which is kind of awesome. Yep. That's kind of sweet. And she goes to do Super Patriot, but, like, he's just, like, a fucking torso. (laughs) Yeah, he's still mangled. It's it's strange. It's It's creepy. Somehow the photo gets genetic memory, but it also remembers like he's missing his torso missing his arms and legs and face 
Well, she explains it can't do, uh, the machine can't do anything except organic material. So, which is funny. Go ahead, sorry. No, sorry about that. It gets everything that's flesh, but it just can't do his arms and shit. Right. Which is funny, though, because they're still trying to, like, figure out Super Patriot. Because at this point, we haven't seen Super Patriot without his mask on. Right. And, you know, if you look at her, like, photo regeneration machine, it makes it look like he's got no bottom face or half a face is missing. Well, his his skin is ripped off. You see his skull. Yeah. But we know, right. Craig's but right, we know, like, we know later he has face a face. Is fine. It's true. It, his only thing that looks messed up on him is his eyes. Right. Um, I do want to jump out of sequence just a tiny bit to say that somebody asks Eric in the next issue what was up with all the random numbers. And he says, oh, it's just gibberish made to cover up nudity. So I wonder, <laughs> on the original page of this, did Vic draw Super Patriots? No. Oh, no. I see. There's no those, way, right? That Those boxes were drawn in. Especially since Mako ate it. Well, the, <laughs> did Mako eat actually, it? Actually, we know he didn't because he has kids later. Well, that, like, right. so that's the thing, though, is like Eric says the boxes were put in to cover up nudity, and it's like, okay, well, it's over his cock, so like... Was that to cover? Did, did Vic draw Super Patriot's dong? I think if the box wasn't there, he would have had to have drawn the dong. It, it, it's the other <laughs> yeah, way Yeah, but around. he wouldn't. That's why he put the box there. It's just strategically placed. Yeah. It's funny, dudes. It's funny when you think about it. Um, but she's cool. I love her. I think this whole machine, a camera that can duplicate someone. I mean, goddamn, dude, if that is a toy that still, like, Eric would consider as part of, like, Dragon Continuity. What a powerful fucking thing to have around, right? That's, like, gotta be a weapon as awesome as the Power Glove or the Martian Shrinking Ray. Dr. Nirvana is just a super genius, so he's got all these cool toys that are now gone. But I actually love, love, love that. That is awesome. Like, that is cool as shit to me. So, uh, we get more stuff with, uh, Mighty Man trying to get, um, Dart and Super Patriot to understand that he's not the same man. But apparently it's really hard to do that. I was okay with that. It seemed almost to me like another sequence that just could have been a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why Super Patriots was so thick about this. Yeah, like, I guess that's what I'm kind of struggling with, is, like, why is he having such trouble articulating? Yeah. Like, just pull that Band-Aid off, bro. I, I guess he's trying to, like, hint, tell him without revealing his secret identity. I guess. I don't you can know. You just say, dude, I inherited these powers. I'm not the guy you remember, Johnny. Calm your tits. Johnny. Johnny, you fucking dick. Such a dick. Looks like Johnny. Super Patriot has got little ballerina slippers in that scene. Who does? His little leg. Oh, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> Super Patriot's foot. It's a total ballerina slipper. I think there's weird use of silhouette too. And unfortunately, I was just praising the drop shadows. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's Vic's thing. But I think where the gets drop the shadow runs afoul is it creates weird moments like when Super Patriot's leg is in the foreground in shadow, but right. then also you've got the drop shadow of the panel. Yeah. Right, right. And then if you look at the or panel Mighty right Man's next cape. to it, you see part of uh, Mighty Man's cape kind of poking out. Correct. But it's in, in shadow because it's in the border. Uh, yeah, it's, there's weird stuff like that abound. Yeah, it's like, is it in the foreground or is it in the background? It's a little weird. Don't hate it, don't love it, just saying it's... A little weird. And he's still going with the crazy pictures in the background. He's got like those like willow. <laughs> like, They're pussy willows. What's her name? Um... <laughs> I didn't want to say it. God damn it. <laughs> what's, Anne, what's Anne's friend's name? Gertrude? No. Oh, what's her name? I forget. Oh, shoot. It doesn't we'll matter. buy you Red time head. while you look it up. Because I'm going to say that I don't <laughs> love how damn empty that fucking office is. Yeah, they, like, ju- they just moved in. Oh, well, okay. I'll excuse it. Actually, you know what? If you, you know, that's fine. If you can come up with any plausible reason why it would be that empty, sure. I'm okay with it. They haven't accumulated the junk yet. 
I do like Dart. I do like the way Vic does uh, most of the for- Freak Force. I hate Mighty Man's bangs. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one eye. It's like, stop. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> Look how cool that bang is. I don't, I don't love it. I don't know. I, I actually don't really care for the way he draws Dart uh, in general. Um, he does because he he has he makes her look so thick when she's a, supposed to be like an agility character. Jim, I got no problem with how thick he makes her. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get. I, get I, I mean, I mean more in the jawline. Oh yeah, dude. Like, what's funny is the letters are eating poor Vic up. Sorry, uh, Vic. Yeah, no, the letters are eating poor Vic up about like his uh, way he draws ladies. And um, I'll say that, like, definitely, like, it's it's a thing where he gives his ladies big jaws. And I don't know. It's actually, like, just a cliche of art that you don't generally do that. Of course, you know, whatever. I think it's, like, fine. It, it gets okay. But well, yeah. it's weird because I don't hate it on Rapture. I actually think his Rapture is really good. I think, I think his Rapture is too thin. I think she could look more like ethnic. I think she looks like a white woman colored black. Like I don't think she has good enough like features. I guess there's that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking on it in any kind of like social way. I'm just saying it's like not a drawing I like because Eric goes to the pains to make people like you know match their ethnicity. Right. And like it just doesn't look like it matches. But um, Phyllis Dieter. The chick's name. Phyllis, 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 right. Phyllis, you, you know what, dude? That's the character who I will. Know. That's like okay. That's uh, Anne's roommate that wants to bone her. Yeah, her girlfriend. Yeah. Is. Yep. There you go. Um, these two barbarics are awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I dig it. What's worse than one barbaric? Two more. <laughs> two morons driving her crazy. Did you guys hear their dialogue as a? Uh, she told you to shut up, barbarian. <laughs> like arachnid from the cartoon. Uh-uh, she told you to shut up. Did not do so. <laughs> and I also like, and I think Vic does a really good job, actually, uh, when Mighty Man is born, yep. the uh, I am born, it's creepy. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's really cool. I think he did actually a really good job on that. Um, yeah, but, um, but then he turns right around and would... destroys all the equipment with the two barbarics. You almost feel like it was intentional, like he doesn't want any more copies of himself. Could be. This is where you guys should take a look at these pages and and flip back at the thumbnails and see the the big difference. So what what oh, pages are we talking about here? So you start on the page where I am born, okay, and the page after, and then go to the back of the book. Oh, you're right. Before wow. the Supreme ad. Oh, yeah, dude. He should have just copied uh, Giffen's thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's from immediately. Like, the way he's emerging from the machine and the Grar panel with the close-up on the eye. How do you How do you not do the kicking the, the money man the balls panel? Can I tell I you? I love the note on that. It says, I know, I know, but I couldn't resist. Just have her beating on his chest. But she didn't, like, he didn't even do that. She's pulling his hair. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And and you know what? I'm sorry, but like, dude, the ball kicking would have sold the shit out of that scene. Right. It, Plus, Mighty Man is like, you know, it would be like kicking like steel or something like that probably, you know? Right. Like, dude, that's why it's so good. Him. It's so funny. But also, too, he's like, it's not going to bother him, you know? Is it weird that I, I, I read that ooh page like she wants to fuck him? It is weird. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> yeah. Like she's she's that. so cross with him that she wants to fuck him. That sounds like <laughs> that sounds like your naughty little fantasy. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna get it. Ooh, you're all dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you got my lab dirty. Well, everyone is naked. That's true. I'm gonna lift your bangs. Man. Yeah, again, can That's... you imagine just two like to like barbaric dongs <laughs> that's funny i mean if this was like done by eric they would have just been created with costumes on that's true well remember it can't make inorganics though that's true <laughs> yeah. so they have to be created naked god i it's, Termin- I it's, it's terminator it. rules yeah <laughs> 
I cannot handle Vic Bridges' Savage Dragon. Me either. No one on earth holds a cup of coffee like that. Uh, Those tiny, tiny hands. I know, dude. I'm very, I'm very sad about it. I don't like, like, listen. Can I say that I do not like being a dick about this kind of thing? But that is not a good dragon. No. Not even his proportions are right. Like you would think that Eric would be like, "Hey, we got to redraw this." It's weird too because he draws a perfectly reasonable barbaric. He knows how to draw big dudes or muscle yeah. muscly dudes with big hands. I'm so surprised that Eric didn't just kind of give him like a lesson or something. <laughs> <laughs> lesson. <laughs> so mean. Uh, listen, uh, kid. Time to give you a lesson. Well, just like a, a, a some kind of specs or something. A style like guide I mean, is he, what you're saying. He, yeah, he did a style guide for uh, uh, what's his name, um, Mike Alred, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's being rude. It's just like, hey, like we've got to be consistent on this guy. It's keeping it on model, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, jeez, uh, man, uh, you know. Again, you talk about comedy not landing, like Ricochet asking Dragon if he tans. Oh, I'm yeah. Just like, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> it's just bad, dude. And, like, okay, so then we're looking at, like, this, these guys, and I think, like, again, you've got, like, they went to pretty good lengths to make these barbarics not look like barbaric. So it's like, okay, that that's cool. But then, like, uh, Mighty Man, if you're going to give us an evil Mighty Man, like, make that costume, like, black or something like that. Make it look, like, cool. And then Ricochet, goddamn, they didn't do hardly anything for her. Yeah, don't worry about her. No, she, I, I actually like Ricochet's. Long. Her mask looks cool. She looks evil. They could have done so much more, dude. You're going to make an evil bouncy person. They better have spikes on them. Mar- Marvel <laughs> did that. It didn't work out. Did they? Okay. Yeah, that was that was penance. Yeah, when Speedball became evil. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I That's don't make horrible. this stuff up. I don't have to because it's real. Oh. God damn, it's bad. Um, look at barbaric squirt. looks like uh, barbaric looks like he's on American Gladiators. I know, I know, dude. Why? Okay, so I do have to say, like, why patriotic? Why is he? A it's like a theme in Savage Dragon because patriotic. It was the only costumes. leotard they could find in his size. <laughs> well look at these square again like square cars it's just like look at the square car in the patriotic barbarics left hand yep bro that is just so boxy look at the tire coming off it's a square <laughs> i don't understand what's going on in that picture all right like what's in front of them mighty evil mighty man's throwing like a chunk of road maybe um, it's hard to understand well, what is that what that is it, it's got bricks it's like in it so it's like part of a building but Craig is right that it creates visual confusion. Yep. And the coloring's not helping. Again, this is a thing where the coloring is kind of hurting, like, the clarity of what's happening. And, again, the this is another thing where the the weird panel experiments are actually kind of creating a little visual confusion. Like, there's fire, but it's, like, in front of the panel, but also behind the panel. And, I mean, I get it. They're, they're emerging to, like, be super badass and chaotic. But, like, man, there's readability issues on this page. It's kind of like Craig said. Like, it's amazing that Eric wouldn't jump in and be like, and it's like, and be like, dude, you know, there's some tangents going on here. That Like, this is kind of a hard read. And um, people, like, a lot of the letters are, like, shitting on Vic. So this is why I do not, I don't feel good about this. Like, I, dude, I don't like to shit on artists. And I would like to say, I would like to stay that I, I'm not shitting on Vic. Like, I actually like Freak Force 1 and 2 a lot. And even just looking at some of the later issues, I can tell, like, obviously, it gets very, like, kick-ass. There's awesome stuff ahead. But also, too, I mean, when I see stuff that, like, I got to stare at it for a minute. Like, it's not clear. It's like, eh. Yeah, this is definitely one of the weaker issues. It's rough. Plus, okay, how do you not fucking call these guys Freak Farce? That's actually pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Right? Freak farts, right? Freak farts? (laughs) Um, I think that Giffen does a really good job. 
oh by the way like when i talk about dated things like oh lordy and poop <laughs> yeah that's just weird and date is oh lordy like you would you see a fucking gas main explode and you say oh lordy you're not gonna say oh lordy <laughs> that's all um but like uh i think that to again to be like not all critical i think that like there is a really good job done of making these guys like fucking weird and evil like fucking ricochet gets killed and like they just don't even give a fuck and one yeah. of them just starts collecting the skulls of the cops <laughs> yeah yeah they're really creepy <laughs> they show ricochet's face it's like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just fucking um, gore, dude. Burnt up. I like the the page with the gas uh, main explosion. I think that was kind of cool, and the coloring was done really well. Yep, I agree. The clouds are really cool. Yep, totally agree. I think the re- it is kind of cool that they have two barbarics. You know, they could have just went with one. I think- yeah, like I like. I mean, you're doing clones. Like, why limit yourself? I I did actually like that too. I think the main reason that uh, evil Mighty Man here has to look a bit like Mighty Man is so they can do that confusion angle here at the end. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Yep. As lo- hey, again, as long as there's a story reason for it, I never have a problem. Yep, you're right. You're 100% Barbaric right. Barbaric collecting the skulls. The skulls are all, like, clean. <laughs> yeah. Completely clean. Polished. That's what fire, and, do- uh, fire does. It polishes your skulls. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, again, like, this is my criticism with Rapture. Like, just look at Rapture's face. There's no ethnicity there. That could yeah. be that could be dart. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not like if the, you change the coloring, it'd be no different. Um, Yeah, man, it's fine. Uh, again, like, I'm not going to be shitty forever. And, uh, in fact, I do think the action immediately picks up in the next issue. Yeah. So, I just wanted to say, though, that... Uh, yeah, this was definitely had issues, um, and I struggled. I was like, "Oof!" Hey, hey, guys! Mm-hmm. Vanguard next issue. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I loved it. Like it's 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 good. So so apparently this this supreme guy in the back here. <laughs> I love these old ads. Just the, the snapshot. That's why we talk about them. supreme. Yeah, Supreme with Thor's hammer at his side. Badass, dude. The liquefier returns in <laughs> Shadowhawk 3, number 4. Man, the, the numbering on Shadowhawk has always been the, the weird part to me. Shadowhawk 3, number 4. Shadowhawk number 11, 11 of the saga. saga. <laughs> very, very confusing. So man. clear. The clarity couldn't be clearer. <laughs> The Pact. The famous 90s mouth spittle. I'm coming at you like a freight train, Craig. <laughs> That's such a cheesy line. Yep. So 90s. Pit Pit's got a dad. Daddy dearest. Um, It's crazy how good Dale Keown's work looks right there. He's great. He is a really good artist, honestly. And then yeah. they just throw another... I love this. Go ahead. I love this page. No, I'm just saying. What are you going to say? I was just going to say, love... they just throw another page of the issue right in the middle of the ads pages. I loved it. I no, will, again, I, as, hard, yeah. as hard as I was on this issue, I love that, dude. Yeah, I love, it, it's a story device. I mean, it's like the epilogue, kind of. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's just kind of in a weird place. It's always... They threw it, instead of right after the like the, the letters pages, they waited until you're halfway through the ads. It created... It's on the very last page, really, pretty much, right? It created that post credit scene feeling. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, this actually feels more like a Keith, Keith Giffen gag. Because Keith Giffen does stuff like this all the time with, like, you take one panel and you repeat it over and over again with different dialogue. Mm. It so, works here, man. So he basically slept through the whole fight. Yeah. In a room with another picture of daisies this time. And it's extra funny because, like, again, like, he, he is so a part of that since there's, like, fucking two barbarics. Like, you would think that there would be some kind of, like, 
you know, oh shit, these guys are ruining my name. It's like, nah, he's just asleep. <laughs> so, what's up with the the Savage Dragon versus Super Patriot ad? Um, I'm pretty sure the Super Patriot drawing is uh, Dave Johnson from right, the miniseries. Yeah. What the hell is the dragon from? Uh, isn't that from? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like the slices on his face make me think like Hellraiser. Yeah, but I don't. I don't remember this from when we read that issue. No, I don't, I don't think it's from the issue. Maybe it's. Maybe this one's new. Weird. I think it's. I don't know. It's from something. I will say that isn't isn't it like so much better to your modern eye to not have the word the in front of Savage Dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll that'll keep happening for a while yet. That doesn't get look changed. at it all little up there. The Savage Dragon. I'm pretty sure that doesn't go away until after the Savage She Dragon era. Also, yeah, eventually on the cover, it just disappears. Also, I'm only now just realizing that they're called the New Men because New Men is because if you turn the logo upside down, it still says New Men. Well, not, Hello, not really New Men. I don't know. I, is that why they're called new? No, they're, no because it can be yeah, because men backwards is also new, or maybe men. But ends don't flip. <laughs> no, I don't when, know. I just really hate this logo. When men. Yeah, I hate it too. <laughs> I hate this I team. Hate this dude. team. <laughs> like, look at like this is not interesting at all to me. It's like, ugh. yeah, like it's bad. Like, look at their shitty like hawk guy and. Like you've got a yeti, but like he can, he doesn't even look cool. He's got like weird like old man whiskers coming off his face. I mean, they're going it, for an X Men like extreme X Men thing where you got like angel and beast and like cannonball, I guess. And weird chick with crazy fake hooters that look like aspirin or something. Yeah, M and M's. M and M's. He said aspirin. Nailed it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's rough, dude. Like, look at the shading on the Hooters, though. Like, he, he got it. Like, just two little boob shadows. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's rough, dude. This new man. I just realized bad. that guy's teleporting. It was, like, hard for me to tell. <laughs> We're going to give this guy a purple costume with brown feathers. That will look great. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's rough. <laughs> And you know what's cool is when only the your bottom jaw shows. <laughs> just like a big flat surface so you can't see any nose features and then just your jaw. <laughs> Woof. So Extreme those were the prejudice. other throwaways. Throwaways on the front, throwaways on the back. Um Extreme Prejudice. Freak Force number nine featuring Vanguard. I, again, I love this issue compared Four, to the Freak last Force. one, but number I am going to beat up nine. what I'm going to beat up. And there is a huge coloring error on the cover of this one. Where Look is that? at goddamn Barbaric's hair. Oh, okay. You want to know what? You want to why I gave that a pass? Why? I thought it was this on this cover specifically. I thought he was like supposed to be all burnt up. Yeah, isn't that what it is? Nope. What's wrong with it? I think go back and read Raven, the issue. Ra- well, no, no, no. We can't go by the contents of the issue because covers are non-canon to continuity. Bro, he's got hair yeah. in this issue. Yeah, I see it now. I see it now. It should have been yellow. Yellow. Gold, yeah. Yeah, his hair never gets burned off. But, I mean, I th- it's I th- fine, though. It works for me, but. Because you see, like, the, his skin is all pebbly, like it's all burnt up. That's why sure. I. Well, here's the crazy thing. Okay, let me let me explain this real quick. I never realized there was an evil version of the team, because what y- you, you don't see them on the cover of the first of the first part of the hat of the story, uh-huh. and on this part of the story they're so um, they're so uh, obscured because of the okay. burned look and the back of Evil Mighty Man's back and uh, the other barbaric being in shadow. I just thought they were rando dudes. Oh yeah, nope. That's a coloring mistake from hell. If, and also, if he was blonde, world, it might have made more sense. Also, the world's littlest vanguard. <laughs> He's very squeezed in. They had to move the image logo because of how squeezed in he was. I like how Dart's going to throw a dart from a foot away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's what she do. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no. 
No, I don't just want use it. So speaking of things somebody. that haven't aged great, if you look on the credits page, Josh Icorn gets a. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's an intense gun-toting to- gun loner, desperately searching for the perfect high tower in which to pick off complete strangers. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that seems a little timely. I could have swore, like, <laughs> Clock Tower Snipers was, like, a problem in 1994. Previously, he was a disgruntled postal worker. Very timely. Remember, yeah. remember when going well, postal welfare, was Welfare, mother. <laughs> yeah, going postal. Like, the last issue, it just kind of seems like they were like, hey, let's just joke about tragedy. <laughs> Savage Dragon 8 or 9, he's called Welfare Mother. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, you know what pisses me off more about um, this first page? Uh, mm. Not just how skinny Vanguard is. How squarular that car is? No, no, no. Well, it's, it is squarular, but it's how... Wait a minute. Are these videotapes or these comic books? They're meant to be. He's supposed no. to be in a CD and tapes thing. Because I was going to say these comic books look too narrow, but now I don't no, think. No, it's CDs. Now I'm pretty sure they're CDs. Because back in the 90s, CDs came in tall cases for some reason. Yep. I well, mean, it was for. for Because they were on the same racks as uh, vinyl. Vinyl. I see. So it was kind of keep them up high. Ah. So you could flip through them. Again, product of the time. Product. It's okay though, because all you know, Savage Dragon ages in real time. So yes, yeah, you're correct, guys. Again, I, uh, that car. S- look at the squareular <laughs> cars when Vanguard is flying away. Look at the one in the very first panel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when you flip the page, look how square it's top down, like straight down, like a microscope looking at a petri dish. Yep. And also, too, what is up with Van's dialogue? It's miss most of the time here. Up, up, and away. Up. <laughs> well, actually, Superman well, thing, actually, so that's, that's funny okay. because Vanguard is supposed to be what if Superman, but more alien. Yeah. Well, there's another sequence later though where he's like, "Ah, oh, yikes! Ow, yay!" And then he's like, "Ah, oh, just kidding! Yeehaw!" I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> he that... watches way too much TV yeah. and satellite, so that's part of his thing. Yeah, that that actually does sound kind of like Vanguard to me, or at least early Vanguard, okay. where he was like the TV addicted. I'll accept it. He's like a, yeah, he's like a young dude that's just into like American culture. Although Wally's generally a little bit more of that than Van, so it is a little bit, a little bit too much here. But that is an out of character for him. He's kind, um, I, I he's always, kind of a goofball. I'm okay. I always did like how Eric did like Chicago, where there's freaks everywhere, and it's not that big a deal. Like it's still a little off-putting to see someone like Vanguard, but people aren't completely freaking out. Right. Yeah, like the woman looking at Van as he holds the frozen snot. I don't know. I always got the impression that if you were a freak in Chicago, the cops were always either after you or the vicious circle was trying to recruit you or kill you. Right. I think Evil Mighty Man is uh, very creepy. When oh, he's yeah. talking about, shall I rip her in half slowly? I was like, oh, dude, that's good. Make that's a good wish. Stuff. Yeah, very good. I do, I do like how they have all the Chicago cops kind of like all dressed up like SWAT guys, which seems like it would fit more if there were Freak Force, I know, Vicious Circle guys everywhere yeah. and all these like superheroes, supervillains, whereas in Dragon, they're just like always regular cops. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like we, we talked about like how funny it was uh, in recent Dragon issues that like the Canadian cops seem better prepared for the vicious circle than like fucking Chicago PD. Yeah. So yeah, it is, it is kind of cool to see him dressed in like SWAT gear. I also feel like Vic's trying with the women. I mean, I I do think he's trying. Yeah. Well, like I think, I think his rapture and his dart both are much like, I can see effort in this issue. Yeah, and I wonder how much it is the inker too. Oh yeah, yeah dude, definitely. Because again, Freak Force One and Two, it wasn't as bad as this. So no, definitely, no, it's the it, it it was it felt tighter. It definitely something has changed. Either the, someone's process has changed. It's the anchor. Yeah, but the anchor changed in issue number two. Oh, Carl Story only did issue number one. Issue number two is Mark uh, Mike Miller. As well. I get you, dog. So, 
I love the fact that Dart goes one on one with his evil mighty man. Same, dude. It's fucking badass. Yep. I love that she's like, what are you talking about? And, like, Dark's just like, man, fuck it. And it just goes. I'm like, oh, that's good. I also love the uh, Chelsea's, like, characterization where, like, she's not just, like, fucking, like, oh, yeah, my plan. She's gonna go revel in the emergency room carnage. I was like, oh, that's good, dude. That's good characterization. That, like, paints her as appropriately nuts. She is. She's absolutely out of her mind. So good. And honestly, like, a fantastic villain, like, stole the show in three and is honestly stealing the show here in four, too, a lot. Yeah. You got to think she was brought up by Mighty Man's, you know, greatest villain. So she's been around wacky stuff her whole life. So she's definitely, like, super evil. I love it. I think she's a fantastic character. Um, I also always like seeing Van blast people with the boot. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's that is cool to see, even if Van looks a little skinny. Yeah, this is there's some there's some like just awkwardness. And again, why is he so skinny? Bridges clearly can draw big dudes. He draws barbarics. Yeah, it was a weird choice. But also remember, like. This is the same time that the Vanguard series is going on, and they haven't even nailed that character down in the Vanguard Very series. Very true. So he's all over he the is. place. He's skinny. He's big. He's skinny. True, true. The, his proportions don't really set in until Eric starts drawing him a lot more. That's fair. That's completely fair, dude. Um, Again, I kind of struggle with some of the dialogue, you know. Well, that's on. That's Eric. He did all the scripting. That's okay. It's it's just some of it, like you know, it's just like. Mm. Um, like the dumb question. Like, dart always had explosive darts. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Okay. I thought that was she an just, Allison twist. She just didn't no, use no. them to blow up people. Right. <laughs> But, uh, Jim, you're totally right, dude. That Dart being able to go toe-to-toe with Mighty Man is fucking cool. It establishes what a lot of people bag on, you know, like, people bag on Dart. Like, if you don't know Dart is a badass, people bag on her. And, yeah, seeing her go toe-to-toe with, like, a fucking Superman-level dude is, like, cool as shit. Um, what else? This mannequin thing is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we, I like it. Yeah. The mannequin cliche. The old let's it, attack it, a mannequin. It is pretty crazy how quick she must change out of her uniform, and put on these bike shorts. She's a pro, Jim. <laughs> She's a pro. I like how all these guys just start turning into gloop. Yep. Gloop. Yeah, it's fantastic. With a big blorch. I'm actually okay. Like I liked I liked that a lot. Yeah, just plasma. Bro, you know what I do not love? I don't love What's it. What's that? I don't love the Vulcan death grip. Oh, it was just a joke. She didn't actually know that was gonna work. I think she figured out that their uh their you know, molecular structure was starting to break down. So she was just punt- basically just squeezing him in the face until he's splatted. Are you, are you, are you sure, Jim? Maybe. Yes. Are you sure that wasn't the Vulcan death grip put in the comic as a gag? I didn't like it. I like uh, Super Patriot grabbing Vanguard with his like long arm. He should use those powers more. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Totally agree. He's a much cooler Mr. Fantastic doing this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, It is funny, too, that uh, letter writers were like, hey, Eric... You know, please show Super Patriot's arms drawn in mid-transformation. And he was like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough. And you actually see that immediately within, like, issue 9 of Savage Dragon and in these issues, too. Like, you get to see the arms, like, you know, transforming and stuff. So, very cool. Mm -hmm. Click, clack. I miss all the click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. Yeah, it's cool as shit. He doesn't do that anymore. Um, you get to see uh, barbaric sleep panels yet again. Uh, can't lie. 
didn't didn't need it's a the second same dose exact of this. panels, right? Is it the same exact panels? Uh, I think so. Um, yeah, di- didn't need a second dose. That's okay. I'm uh, fine. <laughs> Just would have maybe preferred something else. We'll that's do, all. do a third time. It'll be funny again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, they, they, it, they are identical. The coloring is slightly different, which is weird. Craig, if you're a fan of uh, crazy Vic art hanging in the background, how bar- barbaric's uh, <laughs> close-up of daisies with a fancy gold frame? Yeah, I mentioned that the last time. <laughs> How about his image eye wife beater? <laughs> it looks like this page is like, even in the last issue, were like inked and colored by someone else. <laughs> yeah, it's weirdly different. <laughs> it's weirdly well, different. I'll be honest with you. It actually kind of looks like it was inked by Eric. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I think it may even have been drawn by Eric. I don't think it just, so. It doesn't look... Well, maybe the, the hands kind of look it. What? The hands kind of look it. Yeah. It doesn't... I don't know that Eric would have drawn those daisies. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You're right. Like, I don't th- I don't feel like... And plus, that remote looks pretty bothered. Or the eyes on the shirt. I don't... He doesn't do that stuff, really. I guess not. Um, bros, look at the hospital bed, just how fucking flat it is. <laughs> I'm like... Ooh. Colorist, jump in there and do some fucking body like shadows or something. Come on. What are you talking about? The hospital bed, just how like flat, like it, you can see a little bit of his body, and then it's just like flat as shit. Yeah, he kind of looks like a torso okay. under there. I do the product of his time, bro. Look at how short barbaric shorts are. She's pretty psycho. Uh, I love it. I love it, dude. She steals the show. Like scratching his face and shit, like just nuts. Slaps the shit out of, slaps him out of his hospital bed. Yeah, she definitely is uh, done with him. That's good, dude. She's she's definitely like got issues. She's definitely psychotic. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. I I think she's a fucking great character. Like uh. Again, this is new for me, so it's like, dude, I'm I can't wait to see where this crazy bitch goes. And uh yeah, and she's applying to become the new Freak Force receptionist. So she <laughs> should be hanging around a lot. Again, that was a good stinger, dude. Like I actually am like yeah. cuz I wasn't expecting it. I I flipped the page. I was like, "Oh shit." So this as bad and as down like if you're a little bummed that like I was super hard on 3, dude bounced right back up with number uh, four like this to me was solid as shit could have been solider yeah but still pretty solid (laughs) any uh any notable letters eric gives another Uh, uh, tribute to kirby i mean it's the exact same same month yeah yeah like verbit I do think it's hilarious that uh, the very first letter, uh, the guy says that he liked Freak Force because there were no annoying jump cuts like in Dragon. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, he, he he begs him not to include any romance. If I wanted romance, <laughs> I'd be buying Archie, not Image. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, listen, there is so much of that. Um, there's another one. That is just, uh, it's an unbelievable uh, letter where the guy was like, uh, he's just like, I'm thankful that I saw the letter from the girl that liked a cartoon character because it's been my experience that anytime guys talk about it, they have a huge list of girls they like, but whenever girls hear guys talking about it, they say gross and leave the room. And I was like, oh dude, what a product of its time that letter was. <laughs> yeah, dude, so um Augie Dablik has got two letters. He uh he told me he would come on to do a, a Fincast retro. Um uh, for the listeners, he's like Freak Force super fan and was actually in a Freak Force story. Oh, that's cool. Um remember the ba- it was in Savage. It wasn't in the Freak Force comic. It was the backup in was it 115? No. I think it was 115. No, I don't remember. 
Huh? 115, I think, was uh, Rockhouse Diner. You're thinking of the fly issue? No, wait. I don't know. My memory. No. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those, like, double-sized issues. Yeah. Yeah, I don't recall exactly uh, which one. I just don't think it's 115. Yep, it's 115. Is it? Damn. Yeah. Uh, is Rockhouse by, is Rockhouse uh, Diner in there too? No, no, that's in Rockhouse. You're right. I know which one that one is. That's the one with the yeah disappearing woman cover. And yes. anyway, yeah. So Freak Force by Mark Engler is in one uh, fifteen, and Augie appears as a, a ma- takes has a major role in that. Yeah. It's funny because he is such a huge Freak Force fan. Yeah, he puts the band back together, but everyone's a fucking mess. Yeah. Uh, And the new reality, the new. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Because Freak Force never existed. So he read about the original Freak Force in Dragon's memoirs and decided to put the team together. But they were all all messed up. Like Ricochet was like disgusting. Yeah. Bloated mess. Um,. In the letters, uh, Eric clarifies for a reader, they say, just out of curiosity, uh, what does Hubert stand for? <laughs> and he says, how ugly babies radically transform. Nice. <laughs> so so oh, Alan boy. Moore wrote Violator, huh? Yeah, kind of weird. Um, Alan Moore is like in some early... Uh, image days, you know? Well, I knew he wrote a lot of extreme stuff. I didn't know he wrote for for McFarlane, Bart Sears drew yeah. it too. Bart Sears is a pretty good artist. Yeah, that was really weird. But to see a guy that is like super grounded anatomy, yeah, like you know, super grounded in like realism and reference and stuff, and then he's doing like Violator. This was like around the time when Mark McFarlane was transitioning off Spawn, and he brought in like Neil Gaiman to to come in and write some Alan Moore, and then. Uh, I think Greg Capullo is going to start taking over. The start of the Troubles. <laughs> the start of the Troubles. <laughs> For a while, he had the other artist from, like, uh, the Infinity Watch from Marvel. I forget what that oh, right. is. Oh, um, right. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Not Starlin. No. He actually didn't issue a Megaton, too, but I can't remember. Anyway. Dollar so ninety five guys, think about that. <laughs> I gotta say, this profit cover on the back actually looks pretty cool. Bro, Stephen Platt is a goddamn dynamo. It's crazy because he's still making comics. He's still making comic art. Yeah. And he has dialed his shit back a million. And it's sad because out of all of the guys that came out of the extreme era. Yeah. I feel like he was one of the dudes that had like the most like. Well, isn't Platt is the pit guy, right? Or the other one? No, um, no, you're thinking no, Dale, Keown. Dale Keown. Oh, no, Platt can't. He was like second wave extreme. Yep. Like extreme was already going, right? And then he Platt showed up on Moon Knight as like yep. kind of an extreme riff, but he just did it. As good as Lightfield was doing his version of Extreme, but in his own way, you know? I think the thing that sets him apart is that, like, and Jim, you can't tell because the printing on this ad is shitty. <laughs> yeah. But, like, his shit is actually super tight. And, like, there's just yeah. so much, like, detail. And what's crazy is, like, as, as drawn and rendered as this is, this is nothing. Like, his powers yeah. are just beginning to grow. <laughs> Yeah, Liefeld sniped him from Marvel and brought him over. Like, you know, gave him, like, a deal he couldn't refuse or whatever for profit. I think back in the day, Liefeld was just throwing money around left and right. Sure. Well, Platt was but definitely he, a hell of a Platt always has those bullet casings everywhere, too. <laughs> those look like Band-Aids to you, Jim? Those look like mini barrels. Like, so, like, chunky. I like that these guns, these like uh, extreme guns, have clips, but also ammo barrels. <laughs> yeah, he was also one of those guys that did. Remember, we were kind of bagging on that Dutch character because he had so many like weird 
techno things coming out of his ears and stuff. Sure. <laughs> Platt could make pull it off, but so many people tried to copy that, and it just came off so poorly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, look at the dude that this guy is standing on. Yeah. Like, he looks cool as shit, and he's just a guy that's being stood on. <laughs> so, like, that was the thing, is that, like, Platt was, like, if your extreme art was, like, really solid and well done too that, and that's what i feel like that john cleary is kind of like the poor man's platt mcfarlane lightfield <laughs> you still bagging on cleary yeah <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners we were talking about his pinup in what what was that in savage dragon eight or nine yeah I think it was nine. john cleary who would go yeah. on to to draw some <laughs> deadly duo does your guys uh, does your guys comic have this uh, Strike Force ad in it? Yeah, I think we've seen, yeah. we've seen it in a previous Savage Dragon issue. Strike Force takes on Stormwatch. Well, I just want to say that, like I've said before, that I love the dude with the like three arms on one side of oh, his yeah. body. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it so you much. Jim always bags on it because the guy would fall over. The asymmetry <laughs> just bugs me. If you want to know what I don't love? What? I don't love the guy with the max claws. Uh, like Luke's claws. See him behind the bow and arrow? The bow? Yeah. See how he's got like... Barocco. Oh, right, right, right. He's got the blade wrist blades. Wrist blades. Yep. Don't love it. Not a fan. I do like Anvil, the dude in the front. with Like mm. he's got black... With the and... flat head? Yeah. He remembered his name. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, they're just so they're so forgettable. Some of these characters, like bow and arrow well, guys, every so, like the designs. single one of them is based off a Marvel or DC character that they wanted to make extreme. Jim, you have got to read that scamage. You have got to read that scamage letter because that guy and was like, "What's insane though is Eric does it too, and it's just way more natural." You can have your Captain America, but make him a fucking cool guy like Super Patriot, or your or your Captain Marvel in Mighty Man. Just, you got to do something interesting with them if you're going to do shit like that. Well, the, I mean, I think the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think the thing with Eric is like his take on Captain Marvel is close to Captain Marvel and not trying to be extreme Captain right, Marvel. Right, exactly. So, like, if these guys did it, there would be cybernetics all over them or something. It's like, no. That's give give Captain Marvel big guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And what's great, well, and even Super Patriot, he has cybernetics all over him, yet there's something we're like still kind of like cool about him. I don't know, it's hard to articulate what the difference is between Super Patriot, why he's actually cool, and why someone like fucking, uh... But, what's his, Super Patriot, what's his face? when his guns aren't out, he's clean looking. Die Hard. Die Hard isn't nearly as cool as Super Patriot, even though they are both basically the same thing. I don't mind Die Hard as much, like because he. I feel like Super Patriot and Die Hard are pretty clean looking, yeah. like good characters. The guys that drive me crazy are like the Silvestri guys that have way too much. Like Silvestri is an awesome artist, draws great stuff, but his own characters, there's nothing like memorable about him for me. Yeah, well, that's because there's just too much going on. Velocity get... is kind of cool, and I know who can spot Ripclaw in a lineup, but that's about it. <laughs> Well, it's for me. Vo- Go ahead. I was just going to say, being a talented artist and being a talented character designer, they're not inherently the same talent. Right. That's all I was going to say. Is like so, and like Jim Lee can't design a fucking kick-ass costume to save his life, but he's a great artist. I don't think Sylvester can either. No. Like Velocity. Okay, you give her the white face of the green lightning bolt. That's. That's why she stands out, because you can pick her out. All his other characters, besides Ripclaw, like, I don't know. They're just, like, they, they just blend in with everything. There's nothing that sticks out. There's nothing consistent. I do kind of like Spartan. I think he's got an okay design. Is that the Wildcats yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Grifter is kind of, like, the guy that kind of stuck He's Right, because he's more. got that dumb mask, that, 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 that sheet. Mask. Fucking hate, hate that hangy mask. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind it. Just loose. It's like, come on. He's like Cobra doing? Commander. <laughs> you just want to slip a bagel up there? Why is that mask so loose? Just kind of like a bandana type thing. That's tied around just his like eyes? Slip a bagel up yeah, there. Yeah, he's such a marksman. He doesn't need to see. See, that's the whole deal. 
The mask is tight around his eyes, but loose around his jaw. <laughs> I guess he's just <laughs> gripping it with his eyelids. I don't know. Never was a grifter guy. Never was a grifter guy, dude. It's so okay. It's okay, Raven. We forgive you. Listen, uh, if you're a Freak Force fan, Augie, if you're listening, I know Augie was like, you guys, I can't, ooh. He's like, if I can't believe it, I, I just want to say that like, I am still pearls. super in love with Freak Force. I think it's kick-ass, and I can't wait to uh, see where the rest of the series goes. And we will. We will. Yep. So, as always, you can send us any, any comments, questions, suggestions to savagefincast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on our website, savagefincast.com. Wait, did I say savagefincast.com? It's savagefincast at gmail.com is our mm-hmm. email. Mm-hmm. And savagefincast.com is our website. And, of course, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, we are also on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And we'll uh, we'll get back to you with your interesting conversation responses when we start doing our – when we do our next regular episode. Yep. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been the Savage Fincast Retro. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Jim. Always a pleasure. Go fuck yourself, Raven.